It's time for Rhema for Today. Now, one other time I've had the Lord to tell me to tell somebody that way, and I've done that. But see, it'd be very easy then for me just to adopt that as a method, you see, of getting everybody filled with the Spirit. But I won't do that. Just won't do that. We don't want to set down methods, you see, anymore. You've got to be filled this way, you've got to be healed this way or that way. I mean, learn that the Spirit of God works with different people in different ways because people are different. What'll help one might turn somebody else off and turn them away. And so I just use that for about the Holy Ghost as an illustration. I, I, I think you can see that here, that you just don't always, even in the case of a fever, always rebuke the situation. Like I was talking about cancer now, see? This one, and I've had a lot of people healed of cancer. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Miracles of Healing, Volume 1, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. You see, sometimes folks have to do something to get the faith to work it. And then again, sometimes, right in front of everybody, the whole crowd, this woman, this young lady is so bashful and so backward and so shy that she just can't turn loose. You know, the power of God's on her and speak with tongues right there in front of everybody. But walking around in front of everybody with, the, with her hands uplifted, praising God in English, just broke some of that something down, you see, where she could yield to the Spirit. You see, God knows. That's what I'm saying to you. Now, time or two in praying with people in the prayer room, I, I, I've used this illustration because God gave it to me. See, I, I knew the Spirit of God was giving them utterance, but they were not yielding to the utterance. They're waiting for something to take their tongue away from them and make them talk. Are you following me? Or like one fellow said, some people think it's sort of like somebody swallowed a little radio, you know. <laughs> and when God gets ready, he just turns it on, just automatically start talking. You don't have anything to do with it, see. Well, I happen to say to this person, you see, because, you know, some of you younger people may not know about it, but I used to go out on the farm, my grandpa's old farm, and uh, also my grandmother's farm on the other side of the family. And, and out there in the country, you see, they had a, a pump there at the well. They didn't have running water in the house those days when I was a kid. Since then, you know, they put electric pumps on the wells and got running water out in the country. But they didn't have it then, you know. You pumped this water out. Well, some way or another, I don't know why. They, they tried to explain to me, and I didn't understand altogether. But some way or another, you, uh, you, you had to prime the pump. So they'd leave a little can of water here, you see, on, on, on the top. And, and you pour that water, same time you're pumping this, see, and you pour that water on that, you know, and it primes the pump, and it just starts flowing out. So the Lord said to me, I was praying with this person, never done anything like that before, and only done it once since. In the prayer room, and the Lord, and this person understood because they happened to be from the country, you know. And I asked them that, you see, the Lord gave me this illustration, said, tell them you're going to prime the pump. And I, I explained to them, they understood, yeah, I said, used to, you know, I'd grandpa's house just like it was to me, you used to pump that old pump, you know. I said, well, you know, they poured that water on the top, yeah. I said, all right, now here's what the Lord told me, see. Because, see, I knew the Spirit was there to give my utterance. Now, now, to begin with, I'm going to prime the pump. I'm going to start talking tongue, and you just talk like I do, you see. 
When I stop, you go on and speak it. And they immediately begin to speak. Yet I don't like to do that with everybody. In fact, I don't. I've only done it with two people for the simple reason that you don't set up a method and this is the way you do it. See how the Spirit of God's are leading you to do with that person. Amen. Are, are you following me? Now, one other time, I've had the Lord to tell me to tell somebody that way, and I've done that. But see, it'd be very easy then for me just to adopt that as a method, you see, of getting everybody filled with the Spirit. But I won't do that. Just won't do that. We don't want to set down methods, you see, anymore. You've got to be filled this way, you've got to be healed this way or that way. I mean, learn that the Spirit of God works with different people in different ways because people are different. What will help one might turn somebody else off. And turn them away. And so I just use that for about the Holy Ghost as an illustration. I, I, I think you can see that here. That you just don't always, even in the case of a fever, always rebuke the situation. Like I was talking about cancer now, see. This one, and I've had a lot of people healed of cancer. And, and, and that's the only one. And I only did that because the Spirit of God said to do it. Now, I was praying for one person to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I'd prayed to them. I don't know how many times. See, in a church meeting, back in the prayer room, you know. Now, listen to this. See, to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And actually, this is how I learned something. I wasn't really as obedient to the Spirit of God as I should be because for the last two or three nights, I had an urge just to say to that person, I rebuke this spirit of doubt and loose you from it. But I, I got over into the sense realm, you know, my natural thinking, because, see, they're a member of this church, full gospel church. They couldn't, they couldn't be in doubt. They believe in the Holy Ghost. What are they doing in the prayer room to receive? <laughs> you see what I'm talking about? They believe in the Holy Ghost. And so uh, I didn't do that. But now this third night, you see, I was praying with them. And, and you know, I, I knew the Holy Ghost gave them utterance. I talked to them and... And they admitted themselves, their tongue seemed to want to say something that wasn't English, you know. And I said, well, just yield to that and speak it out. Praise God. Don't, don't resist it. And uh, work with them, you know. And they just went on working with some other folks. Well, as I remember, everybody got filled with the Holy Ghost but them. They're still there, hung up. And almost without thinking, almost just like I was angry. You know, they're still standing there. We were standing. We weren't kneeling because there's not enough room for all of us to kneel in this prayer room. <laughs> and they're still standing there, you know, just sort of mumbling a few words of praise in English with a look of disappointment on their face. And everybody else, as far as I remember, got filled with the Spirit and received. So I just walked over there to this person and almost, it seemed like in anger, just took hold of his shoulder and said, I rebuke the spirit of doubt in the name of Jesus. When I said that, they just started talking in tongues instantly. <laughs> I said, I could have done that two nights ago, and I didn't do that. But I don't, I, you know, I never have done that again <laughs> with somebody seeking the Holy Ghost. Now, I would if the Spirit said so, you see. I don't go around. In other words, I don't set up a system now. Everybody seeking the Holy Ghost, don't receive. I rebuke the Spirit of doubt. See, I don't set up a system that. I, I might, you know, do that with somebody if the Lord said so, you see. I'm using that as an illustration, see, and trying to say to you the same thing's true over in the area of the healing. You don't just set up a system and say, well, you know, this is it. That's the way it works. You've always got to rebuke the devil. You've always got to rebuke this. You've always got to rebuke that. No, you don't. Or you always got to cast something out of somebody. No, you may, but you don't. Now, like on these cancer people, like I said, the only time that the Spirit of God said, go stand at the head of the bed and say, come out. My spirit of doubt. 
and fear. Fear and unbelief or doubt. And, and, and I did, and instantly, I mean, without any more praying or anything, praise God, they were released. See, that was what was holding them from receiving the healing. Yet on other, other patients, I never was led to do that. So I just didn't set up a system now in dealing with every cancer patient that I rebuked the spirit of fear and rebuked the spirit of doubt. But there may be times that these things need to be dealt with. You see, it seems to me that it would say here from what Luke said, he rebuked the fever that he's dealing with the power that's behind this situation. And then next thing he did, he took hold Or we might put it this way, if we want to put it this way, we might say she took hold of the healing power which he stood over her to administer because he took her by the hand. He took her by the hand and lifted her up and she arose. Hallelujah. Now, there was his mighty touch of help and healing. But there was also her obedience. I want you to get that. There was also her obedience. That's shown by her receiving his extended hand and shown by her action in rising. We must meet his help and his power. It's not just going to fall on us like ripe cherries off of a tree. I told you about ministering here in, right here in the state of Oklahoma one time, and I've never done this again. I've never been led to do it again. I would if the Spirit of God said so. But I'd finish my message. And ordinarily, when I finish, if you've been in my crusades, and these folks that have, they know usually I'll give an altar call immediately for people to come to be saved then to be saved, and now to be saved filled with the Spirit and sent them to the prayer room. Then I'd call for people to be saved and send them to the prayer room, and then I'd put people to be healed and filled with the Spirit in the same line, because we only had a limited number to deal with, you know, and understand I, I'd, I'd be able to do it. Now I can't, because sometimes a hundred people come to be filled with the Spirit, you see, and sometimes even more. But... Uh, I actually started to pray, you know, you know, I finished my sermon and said, you know, let's bow our heads, you know, and I'm going to give an invitation. When the word of the Lord came unto me saying. Now, you see, uh, that might need some qualifying. God speaks to any Christian, any believer by that still small voice down here. And that's, that's most of the time where he'll talk to me as an individual. Here's something people need to realize. See, when it comes to ministry... Like, for instance, ministry gift when it comes to the prophet's ministry. You know, that isn't for your own personal use. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three-CD series from Kenneth W. Hagen, Discovering Jesus. Also in this package is the CD from Lynette Hagen, entitled, Defeating Satan's Strategies Through Prayer. Last but not least is the book from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled, The Present-Day Ministry of Jesus Christ, 
You can get all of this for the price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Guess what's happening also this month? Our Christmas lights. Oh, they're so pretty. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes. I mean, of course, the whole campus is pretty, but the park. Especially the park. Oh, my goodness. The park is beautiful. Walk through that park and it is something else. That's right. And those Christmas lights come on on November the 23rd at 6 p.m. That's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yes, and they continue to jan- through January the 2nd every day, 5.30 p.m. Uh-huh. to 11.30 p.m. right here on the campus. If you want to know something about it, you can just go to RaymaLights.org. Yes. tells you all about it and maybe has some, probably has some pictures and stuff there too. But you know, honey, I mean, any video that we've had or any pictures, it really does not capture it how beautiful capture it what is. It really we try is, yeah. to, but just yeah. no way. Yeah. So if you're in the area or anywhere close to this area, I think that it would be great to bring your family well, to the Christmas They come in from lights. all over oh, Oklahoma. Yeah. They come in from Arkansas. They come in from Kansas, I know, because I've talked to people yes. from both of those and places. From, yes, from Missouri. Uh, they come from Missouri <laughs> also. And uh, some people have come all the way up from uh, uh, down at the border of Texas and, and Oklahoma. That's right. So That's just right. make plans now to come. Monday, we'll continue this powerful teaching from Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.